BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Laurie, and I'm here to talk all things wellness. From how to achieve optimal health and well-being to the best beauty tips and everything in between, no topic is off limits. I know there is so much information out there, so I'm here to help you navigate it all and live your best life. Thanks for listening. Let's get into it. All right. All right. Welcome back. It's been a while. Welcome back. Brian, this is our third attempt at this podcast. Last one was my fault. I had a, a crisis with my dog and had to sprint out the door. Sorry about that. Yes. I think the first time we tried this... It was kind of both of our faults, mainly me. I think you would have persisted had I not been like so just I was out of trying. It I wasn't crushing well. it or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But you were doing okay. Last time you had a little bit of a dog crisis. And this time we're going to see how this goes. It's a little early. Tie game. Tie game. I don't know. I think you're kind of winning. So let's see. <laughs> really? It's so <laughs> early. Well, okay. How about we lead out with this? Because okay. we're, we're taking it from the top here. Yes. What's been going on with your health lately? It's been unclear to me, at least, and it seems like you're a bit of a mess sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> With all due respect. So, how are you feeling? What's going on? Thank you for that. Love that for me. Um, yes, I have been a bit of a mess sometimes. I am going to try to condense this down and not take up the entire episode, but it kind of started with the whole foot thing that kind of set into motion a bunch of things. And I feel like after that, my health just kind of unraveled in really weird ways. I think part of that has to do with medication that I was put on for my foot issue, which I won't get into. I don't want to scare anybody if they're taking this or anything like that. It wasn't super dramatic. I just seemed to have some bad side effects. And subsequently, when I tried to go off the medication, it got nightmarish. So I've been dealing with like neurological issues tremors, terrible brain fog, which is why this should be interesting, <laughs> debilitating yeah. anxiety. I also, like I talked about in my episode with Dr. Aviva Ram, which I'm sure you don't want to get into. I had like a two month long period. So that was very taxing on my body. And the science is interesting. If you have anything to add there, the science of it. Yeah. How do you have a two month period? Oh, I mean, totally beats me. I went to my OBGYN. She said everything looked great. She said it was just my PCOS acting up. But I think that what must have happened was the stress that my body has been under with this other health stuff that's been going on just 
caused my reproductive hormones and my whole cycle to kind of go AWOL. And I've had that experience in the past where I've dealt with other health issues like gut issues. And as a result, my my period and my cycle has gone out of whack, which I get into in episodes about women's health. I'll spare you today, Brian. But it was just a lot at once. And I know I was a little bit vague about it on Instagram just because I didn't know what was going on, but it was really to the point where I couldn't function and it was very scary there for a while. So hopefully I'm coming out on the other end, but that's kind of what I've been going through. It's good to hear. You, you <laughs> seem a little, I don't know, more together today. <laughs> this is a terrible phrase. I'm, I'm going to redo that one. No, no, you got to keep this in. People need to hear how savage you are. <laughs> but what have you been doing to get yourself out of it? Like, what is your current health routine? I know this comes up on almost every episode, but. Mm-hmm. It's kind of changed day to day because it's been like a total crapshoot. Every day I can wake up feeling different, but I have been pulling out all of the wellness tools in my toolbox and kind of seeing what sticks. And really for me, I think the best things that I've been doing are different techniques to manage my stress. And we talked about this on the last time we tried to record this, but I am working with somebody who said, you can do all of the wellness things. You can take all the tinctures and you can eat all the clean foods and meditate and all of that, whatever. But probably the most important thing that I'm going to do for myself throughout this entire thing is focus on reducing stress. And we all know that, but it's so hard to do. And especially right now with holidays coming up and so much going on with work, I think that also has added to it. So you know, I'm still doing my meditation and I've added a lot of breath work into the mix, which has been very helpful. I have added a cold plunge, which I feel like kind of shocks my system in a good way and helps alleviate stress in a kind of interesting way. It kind of makes you feel like if you can do that, everything else you go through during the day is not that bad, Yeah, (laughs) if that makes sense. And I think just, I saw this question that somebody asked, I don't know if this is what you were referring to, but like how to get out of a rut. And I have been in such a rut. And I think the most important thing for anybody listening who might be struggling with anything, whether it's health or work related or just personal, the most important thing to remember is that actions precede feelings. Like if I'm in a rut, Mm. I can't think myself into feeling better. I have to act myself into feeling and into thinking better, if that makes sense. Right. So kind of taking contrary action, you know, doing something with a friend, if I feel like staying in bed or isolating, those kind of things help. And sometimes like coming in to podcast or doing something for work where it's not what I necessarily want to do just to kind of get me out of myself and like thinking about how shitty I feel yeah, is super helpful. So... What do you do if you're in a rut? Oh my God. Are we talking about stress out and from smoke? work? <laughs> Savage. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do some of that. No, I've been getting a lot more disciplined about uh, exercise and not eating trash all the time. The past week I've been eating trash all day long because I was without a refrigerator briefly. Oh. But yeah, I was just in the moving process. What is trash for you? 
genuine trash, like <laughs> muffins and anything that That's doesn't need trash. refrigerate. Yeah, but when you don't have <laughs> salmon and things to back it up, it's a little hard to justify. I think you've been producing wellness podcasts for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel the difference, at least. I feel like trash when I do that. But yeah. to your point on the previous take that no one has heard or will hear probably, Ever. Yeah, I did get back on Athletic Greens and that seems to be helping. It does kind of like you sort of like feel all the dents in your body fill back out. Like mm-hmm. you you can actually feel the vitamins sort of replenishing all the things you're missing. That's nice. It does kind of give you that little like healthy buzz, I feel like. Yeah. And this, this is, is not, not product even... <laughs> placement, by the way. I don't know if they're advertising on this show. I think they enough, are but... advertising on this episode. But yeah, I was actually going to ask you, since you've been producing wellness podcasts. You have mine and you have a couple other ones. Do you have any wellness hacks or like wellness tips that you've incorporated into your life? Sort of. Yeah. Most of them would probably have come from Dr. Will Cole because he addresses a lot of like gut issues and things. And that's something that I also deal with a lot. I find there are some interesting ingredients like marshmallow root and slippery elm and these things that I never would have discovered had I not read his book. And uh, I think the main one though is, and I need to get back into this, it really seemed to help a lot, is the intermittent fasting. I was never religious about it exactly, but you know, I would go a week at a time and, or time restricted eating maybe is the better way to put that, is that, you know, I'd eat between sort of a six hour window during the day and the rest of the time I felt a lot better Mm because nothing seems to like sit very well. It feels nice. I get a lot of my energy back and I'm ready to take on the day. when With I intermittent fasting? Yeah. Yeah. I find it really helpful. Yeah. I kind of go back and forth with it. I never really intentionally do it. And I think we actually talked about this in Aviva, Dr. Aviva Ram's episode as well. Yeah. But a lot of the studies around intermittent fasting have been done on men. And so it can be really beneficial for men. Whereas for women, again, that added stress that your body endures if you're hungry can really mess with your hormones if you already have a hormone imbalance or if you are like susceptible to that. Whereas for other women, it's probably great. So during the pandemic, it was funny. I felt like I was in the best shape of my life, even though we were kind of being lazy, but I was walking a lot and we would eat dinner at five o'clock. I kid you not. We started eating at like six and then 545 and then 530 and then five. And so I would have dinner at five, maybe have some chocolate or dessert or whatever at 5.30. And then that was it. And then the next morning I would eat at like 10 o'clock. So I was really intermittent fasting, (laughs) kind of unintentionally, but I Did you feel good? Yeah, I felt good. I was very lean. That's another issue I've been dealing with, like not to get into this, but I gained gained 10 pounds in the last (laughs) four to six weeks. I know I'm still petite, but I think it's another side effect of the medication that has been like, what? <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of the entire world, nobody has noticed. <laughs> I, I notice. I think a lot of it is water retention, but yeah, maybe we'll cut that part because nobody wants to hear me <laughs> complain about that, which I'm not complaining, but there have been so many weird symptoms. And again, I'm not going to get into it, but I think I said this in the last episode, like I just have so much sympathy and respect for people who deal with chronic illnesses, whether it's autoimmune or whatever kind of illness, even if it's like a mental illness, these kind of invisible illnesses too, that people don't really see. Oh yeah. It it has to be so challenging. 
Yeah. And especially like going to so many different doctors and not getting answers. In this episode, you hear Brian and I talk about wellness hacks and simple wellness practices that make a big impact in our lives. And you hear us talk about Athletic Greens, and it's not only because they are a sponsor of the show, it's because Athletic Greens makes comprehensive daily nutrition really, really simple. With so many stressors in life, it can be difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our bodies the nutrients it needs to thrive between busy schedules, poor sleep, exercise, the environment, work stress, or simply not eating enough of the right foods, it can leave us deficient in key nutritional areas. So Athletic Greens makes this really easy. One tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. The special blend of high-quality bioavailable ingredients and a scoop of AG1 work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. They help to support energy and focus, aid with gut health and digestion, and support a healthy immune system, effectively replacing multiple products or pills with one healthy, delicious drink. So we love Athletic Greens in this household. It really does make getting all of those nutrients, vitamins, minerals, prebiotics, probiotics, everything that you need, makes it really simple. I make a big batch of it in the morning and I will have a bottle of it for myself, usually before I do my workout. And I will also send Chuck off to work with a bottle of it as well. And another reason why I really love it is because when it comes to traveling, which I do fairly often, it's so helpful to not have to pack a million supplements and like a probiotic that has to be refrigerated and all of that. This makes it super, super easy. So Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune supporting free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash blondefiles today. Again, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash blondefiles and you can take control of your health and give AG1 a try. Holidays, traveling, end of year deadlines, social gatherings. It's great that we're back to doing all of this, but it is also stressful. I know I am pulling out all my wellness tools from the toolbox and that includes my favorite Ned CBD. So Ned has the absolute highest quality CBD on the market. All of their full spectrum hemp oil is extracted from USDA certified organic hemp plants grown by an independent farmer named Jonathan in Paonia, Colorado. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil nourishes the body's endocannabinoid system to offer functional support for stress, sleep, inflammation, and balance. So my Ned must-haves are the Mellow Magnesium, which is not CBD, but it really helps with anxiety, muscle relaxation, recovery, and sleep. And I also love the sleep oil, especially if I'm traveling. And my new favorite, the De-Stress Blend. So the De-Stress Blend is a one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG made from, again, the world's purest full-spectrum hemp and features a botanical infusion of ashwagandha, cardamom, and cinnamon. And it is absolutely amazing. So if you want to try the new De-Stress Blend from Ned, I have a special offer for you guys. For every order over $40, you get 15% off plus a free De-Stress Blend sample. All you have to do is go to www 
www.helloned.com slash blonde or enter blonde at checkout to take advantage of this offer. Again, that's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash B-L-O-N-D-E to get 15% off plus a free de-stress blend sample on any order over $40. I cannot recommend getting this deal enough. It's amazing. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Emma Shagormley. We are two best friends with one common obsession. Beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We tried it all and we've got your back. We'll be calling on all our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. Consider us your beauty 411 and sometimes your 911. From how to fix brassy hair to the pros and cons of laser facials and always with a cocktail in hand. Always. So be prepared to be obsessed. Check out Lipstick on the Rim wherever you get your podcasts. What's like the number one thing that you do for wellness? each day that makes a big difference since you're a wellness god. I'm drinking an energy drink in front of you right now. Oh, I, yeah. I feel really kind of okay, wait. gross describing my wellness plan. This is what I, you were I'm telling not... This is what you were telling me about on the episode that we canned, right? It's called C4 Superhuman Performance Frozen Bombsicle. That's the flavor. Yeah, it's just astronomical <laughs> is, amounts of B vitamins and things like that. What is frozen bombsicle? It's like. a great question. Like, you know, if you get Gatorade, it tastes like blue. Mm-hmm. Sort of that same idea. Can't exactly hone in on Zero a real sugar. flavor. I'm looking at the ingredients. <laughs> I, I don't even know. This We're is so reading interesting. labels on the air. No calories, no fat, no sodium, no carbs, no protein, <laughs> no sugar. 30 milligrams of niacin, 250% of your daily value of vitamin B12. Yeah, so it's like a B12 blast. Yeah. Interesting. So that is hey, not my no, wellness tip. No judgment. Yeah. It's a great way around uh, the more sugary ones, but. But do, why do you drink it? For energy? Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. it doesn't make you like crazy jittery or anything like that? No, I have such a high threshold for everything like that. I can, oh. I mean, this is another one from the other episode, but <laughs> I could wake up in the morning and take three Benadryl. It doesn't really oh, yeah. seem to affect me very much <laughs> where other people would be crashing and flying off of bridges and things. Yeah, I told you Benadryl completely knocked me out when nothing else did when (laughs) I was in Greece. (laughs) Bless them. That's a great product. I would, I think I would probably have a heart attack if I drank your C4 energy. I am so sensitive to caffeine. Like I had maybe half a cup of matcha this morning and I am like buzzing. (laughs) Every muscle in my body is buzzing. Yeah, this might actually kill you. I'm actually starting to feel a little bit jittery today over this. What was that drink called? I don't know if they still make it. Like Redline? Was that something? You're not thinking of Red Bull, are you? No, not Red Bull. <laughs> I think it was no, called Redline. Maybe like 10 years ago. Mm. Red, Red to... Stripe is the closest I can think of. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. Because this was like cocaine in a bottle. Yeah, Redline. I don't know if they sell it anymore. I want to see how much caffeine was in it. Doesn't I remember like when I got I sober, like... like not permanently, but after I went to rehab once, everybody was super into the energy drinks and I drank like a Red Bull. And then I went to dinner with a couple of people and I drank a red line before. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. like, like talk about tremors. I mean, thought I was going to die. Yeah. If there is anything funny about addiction, it's how, <laughs> how badly everyone needs sugar after the fact. Sugar and caffeine and nicotine. It's always like gummy bears and Skittles in your pockets and stuff. It's so weird. When I finally got sober this last time, 
I was in rehab for Easter and I just remember like I had a really bad day and I just laid in bed all day and ate all the chocolate. I mean, like pounds of chocolate. It was so disgusting. <laughs> I felt so terrible. Oh my God. Okay. We're like way off on a tangent here. Yeah. Since we're, <laughs> since we're in outer space, we might as well change the subject here. Okay. What are some long and short-term goals of yours? Let's say health goals for now. Okay. I was hoping you weren't going to ask me that, but my health goals right now would be, or at least in the next, I don't know, whatever amount of time. Three to five years. (laughs) Three to five years. That's a long time frame for health goals. My immediate health goals are really to really get a handle on stress. I feel like it is finally to the point where it's like completely wreaking havoc on my body. I feel like this is kind of my rock bottom. And I always talk about having to be a rock bottom person before I'm willing to change. I've been there with exercise. I've been there with dieting. I've been there with gut health where, you know, things have just gotten so bad that then I really have to make lifestyle changes. And I feel like with stress, I've always been like, yeah, yeah, stress is not good. I'm going to meditate. That's it. (laughs) And then like blaze through my day and take on so many projects and just be absolutely buried. And I feel like I really can't do that anymore. Like it's really not sustainable. So yeah, that would be a big goal of mine. Do you have any kind of plan for that? Yes. I'm hiring two people. So if you're listening to this, (laughs) I'm hiring an executive assistant full-time and a part-time social media manager who can do like strategy and posting on like TikTok and just all of the stuff that I don't have time to manage. But having a full-time assistant, because I have like a part-time VA right now, I think that'll make a huge difference. Delegate. And this is another thing we talked about on the canned episode, but saying no, I have to start saying no. I feel like for whatever reason this year, I said yes to everything. I think it was because at the beginning of the year, I was deciding whether or not to continue with school. And I decided I have so many opportunities coming to me with my career that I have to put all of my energy there. And when I did that, I like came out guns blazing and I just said yes to everything. And I did have some great opportunities come and I got to do some really cool partnerships and stuff. And I'm not saying that I don't want to do that, but I really have to be more intentional because I just, it's like an energy suck. I don't have anything left for myself or the people in my life. So that's another thing. What about you? It's good to hear. Stop drinking C4. Yeah. I think we're similar in that. I like to crash into the ground and absolutely lose my mind before I make any sort of change for real. I just have ideas floating around in my head for months and months on end long-term health goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm starting to go to the doctors and actually do more official things, find out what is wrong with me instead of speculating and making changes based on that. I don't know. You know, I, I always try to wean myself off of, it's a constant back and forth between head pain, stomach pain. So I'm trying to get myself off of the constant influx of Excedrin and all of the other pills I'm taking regularly. That would be nice for me. It's hard to say because I don't exactly know what's wrong yet, but I guess that sort of brings me back to the short-term goals is just to get everything diagnosed and know exactly where to go from there. What do you do for your health? I mean, so do you work out? Do you meditate? Work do you out? Do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a weights guy. I'm, I really 
it's frustrating for me to have to do any amount of cardio at all, but I've been better about it. I'm doing what a 30 something year old person does and I'm checking the steps and all mm -hmm. of that sort of thing to make sure I'm moving at least. Uh, I found one good technique is just to get a dog so then you have to do it or else they'll nag you all day. Yeah. It's like your psyche out loud just going like, get mm. up right now, walk around the block. That's kind of useful. I have to say, I was never a step counter, but something that I started doing, I started feeling really terrible when I was in New York in September. And I found that the only thing that helped was walking, which you do a ton of in New York. You have to walk everywhere. Right. And so I was getting like well over 10K steps a day. And it just helped because I had so much residual anxiety that it like just kind of helped to shake that out. And I pretty much kept it up almost every day since I've been back. And it's been so helpful. It's great. It's kind of well, an arbitrary number. I don't know why they picked 10K and it's easy to get obsessive yeah. over. Like I know, <laughs> I know there are people who are like, I only have 9.2. So I'm going to walk around my house until that's I hit exactly 10. That's exactly what like, I do. That's what you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's absurd, but... So do you get 10K steps a day? It works. Um, it I, works. <laughs> I, go, I go more by month because I know okay. during the week it's going to be harder. But on the mm -hmm. weekends, you know, I'll easily 15,000, whatever it is, mm -hmm. between errands, dog going insane and mm -hmm. all kinds of things. But yeah. yeah, it's helpful. Silent walks are where it's at. I never thought to do it silently. That's smart. Although if, anything, if you're I listening on, to like, this podcast music. and walking... That's Continue. great too. Yes. Keep doing it. <laughs> oh boy. This is, Where you're, you're not going to like this one either. Is that the one? Yeah. <laughs> so oh I'll put it on you first. Where do you see yourself in, you probably should have mentioned that we are using listener questions and oh, trying yes. to weave them in. That's yeah, why no, it sounds a little just... erratic. <laughs> but where do you see yourself in the next five or 10 years? Are there still goals that you're working towards? Yes. This I mean, I hope so, but they must be like pretty out there. <laughs> this is such a hard question for me to answer because I am such like a one day at a time, as cliche as that sounds. And I do have kind of overarching goals, but it's hard to say exactly what they are. I'm not like, I want to have this accomplished by this date. I mean, one of my goals obviously is to continue to grow the podcast. You know, my numerical goals. Love to hear it. <laughs> which I won't share on here. And that is something that I do want to focus on more next year. I feel like with so much work on Instagram, it's been hard to put all of the energy that I want to into the podcast. So I'm kind of shifting from Instagram to this because I just love this medium. Like it's just so much more authentic. I mean, there's only yeah. so much you can say and do on Instagram, but you have to keep that up obviously yeah. to have like the audience. But anyway, that's kind of a goal. I would like to move into product. That's maybe a good like five-year goal. I don't want to do it too quickly. And again, do you have any really... sense of what kind of, are you talking about like high fashion No. <laughs> or like merch? <laughs> no, no. I'll tell you off mic. So that would be another goal. The health goal plays into that as well. Just delegating more, being able to be more intentional with what I'm doing with my work and having more time to focus on myself and my relationships and like traveling and doing things that I enjoy versus just constant content creation, which is yeah, draining AF. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Oh God. I actually put together a really comprehensive word document every year of wow. 
goals that I want to break down. I love like that for bisection, you. like finances, travel, miscellaneous, like good things to do in the world. Um, I love that. You're like a manifester. Yeah. Traveling is really the thing. It's not an interesting answer. It's not a unique answer, but it's something that I just can't seem to make happen no matter what. Like I have the means to do it. I have unlimited time off if I choose to take it. And I just can't seem to get away because I think we have a similar mindset in that. I just I have work before my existence. I have such a good idea because that's one of my things too. And it's such like a banal answer. Like, oh, I want to travel the world. Blonde Files podcast tour. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the stats. Starting we know where the cities and the... We're big in Australia, right? Some places in Europe. <laughs> yeah, we could get away with it. <laughs> Austria, Canada. Austria. Switzerland, things like that. I genuinely love all of my sponsors, but sometimes a sponsor comes along that just makes so much sense. It's just such a perfect fit. And one of those is Ocean Salmon. That's right. The Blonde Files is now supported by the best salmon sponsor there is. So Ocean Salmon is the freshest salmon delivery. It comes straight to you and it is the absolute highest quality salmon product that you can get. In fact, at Ocean Salmon, they guarantee that you're getting Ocean a week fresher than you would get at any other retailer. Their salmon is free from growth hormones and heavy metals, and it is best aquaculture practices certified. The latest technology and innovation is leveraged to deliver fresh and sustainable salmon, and the use of open currents and natural ecosystems allow for their aquaculture team to work with the environment versus against it. They have a bunch of different delivery options, so you can go on their website and check out which one fits best for you. For me personally, I like to get the pre-cut eight ounce fillets and it's just so convenient. It's so much easier for me than going and dealing with the masses at the farmer's market on the weekend. And I absolutely love their salmon. It is so good, so fresh, and I know you guys will love it. So this holiday season, you can give yourself or somebody else the gift of ocean. You can use the code blonde at www.oceansalmon.com for 15% off your purchase. That's www.oshensalmon.com. And the code is blonde, B-L-O-N-D-E for 15% off your first purchase. Let's talk about bloating for a minute. Whenever I do an episode on gut health or a Q&A, it's always a really hot topic and it seems like everybody deals with this at some point. And now as we have Thanksgiving and Christmas and Hanukkah and all the holidays coming up, I'm sure we are all going to be baking and eating all the delicious holiday foods. And the last thing you want to worry about is bloat. So my remedy for this is always Array. And actually Array was formulated so that you can have food freedoms, that you can enjoy the foods that you love without any discomfort, bloating, all of that. So Array's products are formulated by a naturopathic doctor. They are 100% natural, filler-free, and organic, and they actually work. I have to say, before I ever tried them myself, I saw them all over Instagram, and I could not believe the hype. And when I finally tried them, they worked for me instantly. And I've been taking them 
ever since. They work in under an hour, so you actually feel the results. And I also take them for maintenance sometimes because I just find them to be really soothing. So the bloat capsules are versatile because they can be taken anytime, whether you've had a plant-based meal or something heavier like a pizza or pasta. They optimize digestion with the use of five herbs and a fruit-based digestive enzyme, and it's completely laxative-free, so you don't go running to the bathroom. And on top of how effective they are, Array's products are super chic, so they look great on your beauty shelf or in your bag. So you guys can get 10% off your first one-time purchase or 25% off your first month of a subscription. All you have to do is go to array.com and use the code BlondeFiles at checkout. So again, that's array.com, A-R-R-A-E. And the code is BlondeFiles, B-L-O-N-D-E-F-I-L-E-S for 10% off your first one-time purchase or 25% off your first month of subscription. Just for the sake of getting off of the whole goal subject. Yeah, let's do some random ones. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a bad segue, actually. Holiday anxiety. How you doing? A, are you a big holiday person? And B, have you started to stress about that yet? Where was this question? I didn't see it. It's towards the bottom You're in the random section. Okay. Well, I see how to be sober during the holiday. Oh, holiday anxiety. I see it. I don't really get holiday anxiety, I think, because... Well, usually we travel during the holidays. Last year we didn't. It was our first year doing it at home, which I actually loved. I really liked being home and like getting a tree. Normally we don't do that because we're going somewhere. But we don't do like huge family gatherings. My family is very spread out. So I'm going to go see them in the beginning of December. But for the holidays themselves, I think it'll just be Chuck and I and like maybe a couple other people. So not super stressful. The stressful thing for me about holidays, and I'm sure people listening can relate and you as well, is the end of year crush with work. Yeah. <laughs> so many deadlines, so much to do, so many loose ends to tie up, whatever. It's always just crazy no matter what. So that's where the anxiety comes in. The holiday is the fun part. What about you? I'm with you on that one. I mean, we're in the same boat. I'm going to make you send in episodes early because we're shutting down. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> By you the need way, like I meant to tell episodes, you, you're right? going to have to send those in. Something like that. Probably three we could get away with. But um, oh so I'm going to have to get all those done before the break as well. I think we shut down for two weeks or something. So Hold on, I need it like a paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> so how about being sober during the holidays? You tell me. I'm not sober Somebody during the holidays. Asked that. I know. I wanted to ask what your holiday situation is like. If anything, that's when I do the drinking. I'm not much of a day-to-day drinker anymore. Mm -hmm. It used to be at least a weekend thing, and now I'm trying to stop that because I just feel like trash all the time. Mm -hmm. It's mostly a fun experience because around the holidays, I get to be home and I actually get to, you know, have a beer with my grandpa and stuff, which always still feels weird. Why? (laughs) No matter how old you get. Oh, just because he's your grandpa? Yeah, just the age difference and seeing my parents drink because... My parents are the kind of people that led me to believe they didn't drink for almost my entire life until I became of age and then they're cracking open beers <laughs> after dinner all the time <laughs> like normal people. And I feel like that's kind of the fun drinking though. It's like not to romanticize it, but the holiday drinking, it's festive. Yeah, it's nice. The holiday party is great. Like a work one is fun. Yeah. I don't know. 
A lot of people ask me tips for staying sober during the holidays. I don't know I mean, that I really like have them. I mean, there's the holidays, right? there are so many good non-alcoholic spirits and beverages out there now. Like, you know, Toast, T-O-S-T. They have a really good, they have the champagne, like a sparkling. I think hmm. it's sparkling. They have a rosé. And then this other brand, Optimus, they were actually on the podcast. They have a really good one. I know Seedlip has a really good one. So sometimes it's just like the habitual, like the feeling of having something in your hand. It's not so much the, it's like yeah. the ritual of it. So I think you can kind of replicate those rituals with non-alcoholic beverages. And if you're in a situation where you know it's going to be really stressful or it's like a work party and you want to stay sober, but you know it's going to be really hard, maybe you just pop in and pop out. Try to have some boundaries around it. Yeah, that's fair. It's so weird to think that the alcohol industry is sort of leading the way in um, making these healthy changes, like mm -hmm. the seltzers and things. So <laughs> wild. Five years ago, you would never think that the, the world would all be drinking hard seltzers instead of beers and things. And it feels so much better. You know, I kind of feel bad that I never <laughs> got to experience it. I know, I'm it. sorry. I don't mean to like <laughs> sell it at you. It's okay. I'll live. I like Chuck the other day at some commercial came on and it was for bourbon. And he went, hmm. And I was like, what's wrong? Oh. And he said, just that there's bourbon out there that I never got to try. <laughs> what an interesting choice. Not to I make never sobriety sound bad. Like it never, it's like these fleeting thoughts that happen once in a while. Obviously you don't act on them, but. Yeah, there's almost a real The benefits thing. far outweigh the cons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is an interesting batch. How do you let go of what other people think of you? <laughs> It says us, 180, but I'm, I'm putting it on pivot. you. I want to hear your take on this. I just had to, again, it was like a rock bottom thing. I cared so much and my whole job for such a long time felt like it was around what other people think of me. That's what I believed. Like I have to make people like me and see me in this way. And it was so exhausting. It's really one of the reasons why I think I became so addicted to alcohol because I had to like manage and control this perception or I thought I was controlling your perception of me, if that makes sense. And I had to put up this mm -hmm. facade and the alcohol helped me to put on that facade and like pretend to be somebody that I wasn't so that I could control what people thought of me, like very manipulative. And that happened for years. I mean, it really kind of in the last year, I had to get over it. And it's a daily thing where I just have to remind myself that what other people think of me is none of my business. And I can exhaust myself trying to shape myself into this thing that I think people will like or receive well. But ultimately, I have to be authentic to myself and I don't have to be for everybody. Like Lauren always says, I'm not for everybody and that's okay. And yeah. it's such a refreshing perspective to have and... It just feels so much better when you just kind of stop caring. <laughs> I would imagine so. But it's hard. It can be hard sometimes. And then other times I really don't give a F. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think you're a particularly controversial figure. I don't think there's anything to take all that personally, really. Well, I have seen some of the reviews. I've since stopped <laughs> reading them because I realized that the people that I block on Instagram just go... To the podcast reviews and oh shit really i didn't notice that scathing reviews and they're like come on i saw one about talking about plastic surgery that my husband pays for 
If you listen to the podcast, you know, he has never paid. He paid for my nose job in 2017 and it was such a terrible experience for him. He was so resentful <laughs> that I said never again. Like he was Poor too man. emotionally connected to it and he didn't want me to change my face. And so he felt like bamboozled a little bit and it was terrible. And so I've talked about in the podcast that I pay for it myself because I don't want him yeah. to have any involvement. And sometimes I don't want him to know. He doesn't even know, right? Know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think people realize like... I don't know. I won't go here, but content creators do quite well. I don't need my husband paying for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My general feeling is if he doesn't notice a change in your face, then good for you. You got away with it. Yeah. Like where's the harm? <laughs> well, and I've talked about this before. Like he would just get worried. He would get worried about me yeah. changing too much. He would get worried about my safety, all of these things. So I saw it as a service that I was doing to him That's nice. to not make him endure that unnecessary stress. Yeah. I mean, at least you have a genuine interest in it and you do the research and talk to experts and things. I I could totally appreciate his concern. If I married someone and they came home and massacred their own face, that would be a yeah. huge bummer. I think I've been very lucky and that I've gone to two really good doctors and found somebody, Mascaro, shout out. Down in Miami? <laughs> yeah. I'm just laughing because I feel like I reference him in every podcast and I tell him that too. But yeah, I've, I've gone to people who have really been very restrained and just kind of like made me look like a more refreshed, natural version of myself, if that makes sense. Beautiful. <laughs> how do you manage what people think of you? Or how do you let go? How do you let go of what people think of you? Oh, God. Generally, by making changes, if I can actually take a step back and determine that they have a valid point about something that I'm doing wrong, like say it was, for an example, I'm just creating a scenario here. This isn't a real thing. But if I had, say, a work evaluation and they said that my demeanor was odd or something like that, I would I would honestly take a step back and I appreciate the feedback and learning a bit more. And I make an effort and who the hell knows? I mean, I just have to kind of wait and see if anything else happens, but I do make an effort to improve myself. I like to read and do things like that. I enjoy psychology and kind of examining how people are perceived and how they feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you care? Was that much? <laughs> oh, do I care? Was that the answer? Or no, question? I'm just following up. I do care because it does matter. I don't, it's not the center of my world, but. Yeah. I think it's much easier said than done. And like, I think it's human nature to want people to like you and want people to see you in a good light. Yeah. So it's just a matter of balancing that with also being true to your authentic self and not being crushed if somebody has a different opinion of sure. you. It's like things you can control and things you can't. I cannot control what somebody else thinks of me. I can only control myself. And if you can stop yourself before you become a full-blown unlikable person, that's a yeah. great thing too. So Sometimes <laughs> there, there is, is some constructive value criticism, feedback. yes. Yeah. <laughs> How do you want to wind this down? We've been kind of all over the map. Let's see. Well, the next questions that we had were like relationship questions. I think we're going to have to do a separate episode for that. I think people would like a, a whole episode dedicated to that. Would they? Yes. That hardly seems fair. Let us <laughs> you're, know. You're all set. Let us, yeah, but people are asking about like my relationship and age difference and 
do you believe in the one? And how do you know if it's the one? And marriage. And then people also want to know about if you're single (laughs) and your relationship and dating experience. I think we have like two interesting perspectives to share. Yeah. If you're not tired of answering those questions, then I'm I don't think I've ever done like a a full relationship episode. Yeah. Let us know or let, yeah. (laughs) Let us know if you guys want to hear a relationship dedicated episode, dating, relationship, marriage, all of that. Maybe we'll do that next. Hopefully we won't have to record it three times before we get it right. Yeah, sorry. I mean, we did it. We got we through it today. We did it. Good High for five. us. Yeah. Wait. One at a time. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you all enjoyed that episode. Let us know what you thought of it or don't let us know because we don't care about the opinion. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me. hope you enjoyed that episode. If you liked it, and if you like the show in general, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. It goes a long way, and it's actually the best way to support the show. Also, if you want to see more about each episode, you can head over to the Blonde Files podcast on Instagram. I'm always posting about each episode there or over on my personal page at Ariel Laurie.